What's up, nerd geeks and gamers alike? It's your boy, Nerdy Nick, back with best friend Josh. What's up? Back for another episode of the N Squared Podcast. So today we are coming to you from November 6th, 2022. So I got one question for you guys. Could you hear that? (laughs) No. Um... So life's been busy. Life's been crazy. We're getting closer and closer to the wedding day. The wedding day. Yeah. The big day. And um, just to be quite honest with you guys, like I said in the other podcast, uh, shit's going to happen and we may or may not record on time and put out episodes on time. So thank you guys for bearing with us and sticking through and listening and enjoying the content you know we'll put them out when we can i can't guarantee there's going to be a podcast wedding weekend um especially with you potentially being out of town yeah there's a possibility i might not be able to go especially with my tools getting stolen oh yeah gotta go get fucking new tools yeah so um Joshy Poo got his fucking tools stolen for a third time at work. Yeah, no. At um, you know, shit place apartment complex, uh, luxury <laughs> apartments. Um, quote unquote. Yeah, quote unquote. Uh, third time, tools have been stolen directly from the maintenance golf cart. Yep. It was in, it was while I was in the middle of doing a fucking work order. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, dude, seriously, if it's a resident and I freaking find any of my tools in an apartment if i get fired that's fine i will whoop ass (laughs) yeah i i I, let me know too because those were probably tools that i had given you from the last time yeah your tools your tools were stolen exactly yeah (laughs) hold on i'm just gonna i didn't do this before i'm checking the mic oh yeah okay that's the correct setting it's on yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah no um last time josh's tools got stolen i um I helped a brother out, yeah, and I, I I gave you some some tools that I had spare on hand, and then this time around I gave you the last of my reserve stock for fucking tools. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if you find them, let me know. Oh, I, I'll definitely will. <laughs> oh man, it, it annoys the ever living fuck out of me. It's like, dude, if yeah. it's a homeless person, even worse, because like. You shouldn't even be on the property, motherfucker. Right. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it annoys me to no end. What What annoys me is like, tools ain't cheap, right? Mm-hmm. And people know tools ain't fucking cheap. And holiday season's right around the corner. People need money, so I guarantee you, those fucking tools are at pawn shops throughout. Oh. Tucson right now. Oh, and the worst part about it is like the tools, let's say in total, those three times, oh, well over $1,500. Right. I, I, I can tell you that. Yeah, because last time I gave you a drill, I gave, I mean. Like, the last time it was a drill. Yeah. I had already, you know, I had some brand new, um, whatchamacallit. I think they were like DeWalt or something like that, or Husky, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, screw sets, like screwdriver sets. Yeah. Um, 
a new uh i think i gave you like wrenches and stuff last time yeah and, i don't yeah and i also bought some stuff for myself as well i had right. like a 40 dollar um uh, drill bit set yeah you know driver set and, mm-hmm. and then you know the first set of tools i had was a dewalt drill impact mm-hmm. drill yeah with a uh, 18 app uh, no 18 volt or what? 20 volt with a four amp hour battery or something like that so that's a hefty size battery yeah 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 lasts yeah. for four hours dude i know and those are expensive yeah so anyway yeah you get a ryobi you know uh fucking four amp hour battery it's like 200 bucks i know it's ridiculous yeah. and the worst part about it is that if they uh, did take it did take it to a pawn shop they literally got it for a fucking maybe less than a hundred dollars yeah right like it pisses me off that's they, like, that's they how need I that make money, money for crack bro they need that money for crack i know so anyways you know woosah motherfucker you know um we hooked josh up today with a uh home depot bucket in a bucket liner from husky much appreciated that is uh like your ultimate it's 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 a it's pretty cool because like when you think about it you get a five gallon paint bucket you know the home depot bucket and this liner is really a hangover um tool bag for the bucket so you can put all your tools in it in the bucket and then it's categorized kind of uh, generically yeah. to fit stuff on the outside of the bucket as well so yeah you can fit stuff outside inside yeah in the bucket it, it's good yeah so merry christmas con monica <laughs> what the fuck and, <laughs> and birthday and you know happy lgbtq stuff to oh you god what the fuck <laughs> i'm making sure i'm covering all the bases bro <laughs> i don't want to get canceled <laughs> after all the shit we've said yeah. So, yeah no um so yeah hopefully this shit doesn't happen again oh it's not you i'm know. fucking what i'm gonna do because i live for those of you that don't know i live on property where, that means where he works yeah i live where i work so i'm gonna leave all my tools unless i need the whole freaking tool bag i'm gonna mm. leave them all at home and literally just go home and grab what I need when I need it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like you said, woosah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So what's new with you? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, today, um, B and I, we, uh, we picked up our wedding bands. So that was pretty exciting. Got to try them on, make sure they fit right and stuff. Um <laughs> So everything's good, good to go on that end. Um, we got the marriage license last week, I want to say. Nice. Um, yeah. So, oh, and then we also paid for um, some of the desserts today as well. Like, you know, for like the, I think it's like a hundred count of variety mini empanadas from Damn. Wild West. You know, the. Oh, yeah. I forgot you told me that they were. Caneseria. Did I say it right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave me the kind of yeah. I guess carne seria. Carne seria. Carne. 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 Yeah. Seria. Carne seria. Yeah, you gotta say that seria. 
Seria. It's, it's kind of like saying a D, but it's an R. It's weird. What? Carneseria. Carneseria. Kind of, yeah. You're, you're really close. You're really Carneseria. Close. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican meat store. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting like 25 pumpkin, 25 apple, 25 strawberry, and 25 pineapple, I think. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so it's a mix of everything. And we made sure to tell them like extra filling. You know. You're like, I give you business all the time. Yeah. Extra filling. Extra filling, motherfucker. <laughs> With uh, free delivery, so that's nice. That's awesome. And when Brittany was like setting up the delivery and stuff today, they were like, oh no, we're not going to call you. What is your wedding day coordinator's number? And I was like, bro, these people are top notch. <laughs> Love it. Um, what, Evelyn? <clears throat> Dessert? Yeah, go ahead. But you also have to clean up your room. Mm-hmm. So get crack a lacking. This is, this is on the podcast, by the way. So you might as well say hi. Hello. There you go. <laughs> now hurry up. That's that's nice of them. Yeah, it is nice of them. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast and and don't like it, that life is happening around us. Well, life doesn't stop happening around you, does it? Exactly. There you go. So, yeah. Um, so most of the wedding stuff is out of the way. We got our final walkthrough this upcoming week at the venue, which is going to be like a two-hour sit down and yeah, <clears throat> go through everything again. It's going to be so much fun. I do not envy you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like it's weird because I feel like there should be more stuff, right? That's on my mind about the wedding and this and that. But it's like, I kind of feel like everything's done. But I'm afraid to feel like everything's done. Because I'm like, what am I missing? You know? <clears throat> so, like, even last night we were working on the uh, reception mm-hmm. playlist. Um, and then we were working on, like, walkout music for like, introducing the wedding party. And father-daughter dance. Mother-son dance. And daughter-father dance with me and Evelyn. And so on and so forth. So, I feel like we're almost, like, just right about there. Bro, excuse me. It is crazy to think. Um, Like, it's almost here. I know. We're 12 days away. Not this weekend, but basically next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It felt like three months ago, we were like, holy shit. It's so far away. So far away, dude. Like, oh, you guys got all the time in the world and whatever. And last weekend, oh, last weekend we had uh, our respective bachelorette and bachelor parties on the same night. Um, I just had, you know, the guys over, you of course included. Mm-hmm. We just had a bunch of beers, pizzas, and video games. <laughs> we played the hell out of uh, uh, WWE 2K22 <laughs> with all of us here. Um, what else did we play? Mario Kart, um, 8 Deluxe. And then um, Brawl. No, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Ultimate, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't think we played on the Wii, bro. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah. It's funny, I own the game. I always forget the freaking, which which version of it it is. Right. So, um, 
we did that and had a really good time. But uh, so I gotta, I guess I gotta say, if you're listening this far into the episode, you know your the normal what's up. Um, I should have prefaced this whole episode by saying like we don't have any um direct topics this week. This is a shooting from the hip uh podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is really just us having a straight up out and out of nowhere bro talk conversation. Um, I've been working a lot this past, you know, few weeks and whatnot, especially this past week, um, trying to make sure I get everything that I can done before the wedding, because I'm not working the week of the wedding, or at least I'm trying not to. Oh, makes sense. You know, I need, I, I want to make sure that I'm, I make myself available, uh, every day that week to make sure everything gets done that might need to be done that we didn't think of, or, yeah. You know, there might be a surprise like, hey, we need to go back to the bakery or da-da-da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, family's coming into town on Wednesday and, and they want to see us or whatever, you know. So I'm just making myself available. Also, just would love to not work for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, responsible thing to do, but at the same time, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, like. It would be pretty awesome to stay up on a Monday night at, you know, one o'clock in the morning playing, you know, fucking Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever. Call of Duty? Uh, yeah. But um, I want to do like a quick little segue here. Not n- too much of a segue, but dude, something hit me yesterday where I was like, I had just looked at Brittany and something hit me that just went like look at how far you've come and it was just like a surreal kind of moment where it was like wow like just a a blanket of confirmation where it was just like holy shit look how far you've come Mm -hmm. you know because this time, a couple years ago, You're a I'm, wreck. I'm getting reminded of all the posts I made during that time when I was <clears throat> getting divorced. Yeah. You know, and fighting tooth and nail to save my family from divorce and, you know, that nasty story. Um, and it's just so surreal to me that... This is where I am now. Mm-hmm. I <sighs> yes, you know, there's lingering dramas, you know, with previous ex-wives. You <laughs> or the ex-wife. The ex-wife. And and whatnot, but like holy shit. <clears throat> am I somewhere I never thought I would I would be in that time? Oh yeah, you know, and like I get it now, you know, like God went, hey buddy, this is gonna really suck, really hard right now. But if you bite down on this and just hold out for a little bit. You're going to see what's on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. 
and never did I really think I was ever going to see that. You know? Yeah. There was a lot of, um, we'll say, self-inflictive damage that I caused myself and certain things that I had to go through because of things that I've put myself through during my divorce um, and separation because I was just so down and out and thought, well, this is it. Yeah. Peace out. My time's up. Um, But I'm pretty glad um, that tree didn't win. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just amazing to see how far removed from all that I am, you know, and to see where, like, even my daughter and how much she's grown from all of, all of that too, because it wasn't just like I went through the divorce by myself. Yeah. Um, see how much she's grown into herself. And has been able to see past people's facades. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I try to keep it light here, you know, and I don't, I don't want to go into detail on the podcast about everything that's happened and gone on, but um, it's just incredible to me to see like where we're at now. Fucking Brittany yelling at the dog in the background while I'm giving this fucking heartfelt spiel. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Like, I, it was just something that hit me yesterday, you know? It was just like a swift kick to the nuts. <laughs> but like a midget at a urinal, always keeping me on my toes. Oh my God. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta bring it back around to that, right? <laughs> I was gonna say is that you know, from the outsider's perspective, yeah, I'm your best friend and all that. Yeah, but just from the outsider's perspective, watching the whole thing happen, you've grown a lot as a man. I appreciate know? that, dude. I appreciate that. I like, I feel it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel the growth, and it wasn't. That's something like I fucking despise about some people on social media where they're like, focus on you and it's your time and it's your season and this and that. And I'm like, look at real growth doesn't come from fucking being selfish and focusing on you and, mm-hmm. and making excuses to make it sound healthy to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you really got to go through some shit to see that shit you're in to make yourself either sink or swim and get out of there mm. or stay there, you know? And I, I very could have easily just become that stay there, wallow in the sorrow, you know, kind of person because there was a, a while there where I was just a, like flat out, drunken mess dude you know and like it was it was pretty bad i think uh 
you know. There were times, dude, where I was just like waking up in my boots, you know, like maybe pants kind of like unzipped, but I never got to take my clothes off because I just passed out from being like so gone. Yeah. You know, and I remember a few times waking up on the kitchen floor. I remember that one time I passed out at Jesse's on the physio ball. Yeah. You know, and seeing that video. You know, I like I laughed because everybody else laughed when Renee videoed me, you know, all drunken shit. But then, like, when I was by myself, I was like, felt pretty bad about it, you know. And I remember waking up at Jesse's and being like, oh, God, where the fuck am I? That's the thing. You know, everybody understood you were going through some shit and nobody judged you for it. Yeah. And it didn't help that it was like Christmas time, you know. Yeah. Nothing like going through a divorce during the holidays. That's what I always say. <laughs> but, um, I'm just glad it's not all doom and gloom. You know, it never is. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's rough times for a little while, and then there's good times after. Yeah. You just got to get through the hard times first. Yep. You know what's crazy, man, is I've had a lot of, unfortunately, I've had a lot of friends on social media or people who follow me on social media reach out to me for advice on what to do because their wife has cheated or is leaving them or, you know, whatever, which unfortunately is a trend I've been seeing a lot lately is women start to break out and find themselves and realize that they need more. They deserve more because yes, queen, you know, and they, they destroy their family. You know, they create a divide with their kids and stuff, but I've had a lot of guys like reach out to me and ask me for advice on how to get through it, you know, and all I can do is like share what I did wrong so they don't go through that and to themselves, you know, put themselves through that and um, try to just be like, hey, look at it worked out for me in the end. It can work out for you, but don't get to where I am with the steps that I took. Yeah, because it's going to be a lot harder, you know. <clears throat> So I guess, uh, you know, I just want to say if whoever's listening is going through a bad breakup, whether you be a guy, girl, or identify as a, a fucking dryer sheet, I don't know. <laughs> what, I, what I want to say is this. You were born into this world with a purpose. And that purpose was not to will yourself out of the world. Your life in some way, shape, or form matters. And it matters a whole lot to people who actually care about you. And there are people who care about you. I know that because I've had complete strangers come up to me and let me know that they care about me. Whether it be at conventions or a random video game shop. 
Um, you don't have to be a YouTuber or podcaster or anybody in a public image to be cared about by random people. Because there is humanity out there and there are good people still out there that would hate to see you not be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will just tell you this. If someone is leaving you, it's most likely not your fault. Unless it's blatantly obvious. Because I'm not going to give a blanket statement here and say like, oh, well, too bad for them or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if someone is leaving you, it is most likely not your fault. If you were being genuine and giving 100% and being truthful and honest and putting all your right foots forward, it's most likely not your fault. And whoever might be leaving you is doing you a favor by leaving you. Because they are no longer wasting your time on empty investments and hollow promises. They are freeing you, not themselves, but freeing you to find somebody to take their place. They are freeing you for that next person to come into your life. Whether you want to stay single for the rest of your life after that or not is up to you. But just know that their burden is no longer on your back. And that you are free from that weight. And just because they didn't see what you had to offer and were doing and were working for doesn't mean that somebody else that you might have already even met might not have met might have seen once at the grocery store that comes back around into your life it could be anybody but it doesn't mean that they won't see what you have I took a shot in the fucking dark in the biggest warehouse you could find to meet my soon-to-be wife. I said something extremely stupid thinking I was being funny and it ended up working out. (laughs) (laughs) And she is like 12 times out of my league. But in all honesty and all, all genuinity and whatever, you know, it's going to be okay. And there's a lot darker storms that I could have gone through, but I went through a pretty dark one. And I'll tell you this, it doesn't rain forever. And as, as corny as it sounds, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. 
because that's how winning is done. And when you're in these situations, it's all about winning. It's all about getting back up, answering the 10 count, and keep pressing forward. Rocky didn't beat Clubber Lang and Rocky three by throwing haymakers and knockout punches through every round. He kept getting knocked down and kept moving forward and weathered the storm. And eventually the storm led up and he landed his punches. And that's what you got to do. That's what I did. And that's what you got to do. So this, we'll just say, we'll be back. We'll talk about some video games in a moment. But I just want to say that you're loved, you're cared for. And it's not the generic, like, oh, we love you, we care for you, whatever. It's No, someone out there does love you, and you do matter to them. And someone does care for you so much. And someone does depend on seeing your name pop up on their phone every day. Someone does depend on seeing your face every day, your smile every day. So boo to the fucking person that takes that for granted. We'll be right back after this. All right, so we're back from that uh, totally serious break. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, um, we're going to talk video games now. Most importantly, a video game that I think you and I have both spent some decent amount of time in. I've spent a lot of time on <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this because uh, this is this is a fairly hot topic. It's a fairly new game. It's only been out for like, what, two weeks now? Roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today on, what is it, the 6th? Yeah. Um, November 6th through, I believe, November 12th at Target, they're doing a buy two, get one free on their video games on a specific list of video games. Not every video game is on on this sale, really? but they have a specific list. And, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is on this damn list. After I went to GameStop the night of release. And bought this game. God damn it. But it's okay. It's okay. Because <laughs> because I got the steelbook, I got a poster, and I got to have that nostalgic feeling of going to a GameStop for a release of a Call of Duty game. And there, I'll, I'll tell you this, bro. Call of, or I'm sorry. GameStop was packed. Really? It was packed. And you know what's even more interesting? There were like three fucking senior citizens waiting for the game, too. What? Like old, old Vietnam grandpas, bro. That's wild. Yeah, there was one guy that had a fucking um, Korean War hat on. There was another guy who had a Vietnam War hat. Uh, there was another dude who wasn't like as old, but he had like um, he was a uh, Gulf War veteran. What? Yeah. So like, dude, that's wild. What? Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what these motherfuckers are saying when they play the games, you know. But um, dude, it, yeah, it was packed. It was awesome. The line like wrapped out of the store. You, you got all the buzz of everyone talking about it and stuff. It really reminded me of like the olden days, you know, of like oh, going to a midnight release, yeah. you know. Like, oh, God, dude. 
I, th- I think that comes from the fact that last year they didn't release Call of Duty. So, like, people were really hyped up for this one. Didn't they release... Uh, when was Cold War? Mm. That was the last year, wasn't it? Was it? Pull that shit up, Jamie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know this this Call of Duty was uh, held back. I know that for sure. Um, wait, was Cold War real? I thought... No, wasn't it Vanguard that was... Vanguard! Yeah. Yeah, because I remember... um... Because I bought that on my Xbox Series S. Oh, so that was released last year. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was next year they're not supposed to have another Call of Duty. Was it? I think so. Huh. Because they said... um, like the next Call of Duty, but this one has already been in development. Yeah. So next year is probably not going to get a Call of Duty. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is probably why they're coming out with a fucking Warzone 2 right now. Just to keep people occupied for yeah. like a year. Right. Two years almost. Yeah, because the next one probably theoretically won't come out until 2025. Or, no, 2024. Oh, yeah, 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 duh. <laughs> I don't know, this year's been a fucking wild ride. Yeah, no. Um, So, yeah, dude, like, it was it was really cool to, like, go to the fucking GameStop and experience that shit again. Um, there was, like, one lady who was there with her son or, ma- or her brother's son, and they were there to get it for her brother. She was, like, older, you know, like, in her, like, late 30s, early 40s. She's like, oh, my God, you know, like, it's like this line is so long or whatever. We were, I was number 13 in line and she was like number 14 or 15. Jeez. And she was like, why are there so many people here for this? And I was like, lady, back in the day, they used to do this shit at midnight and the line would wrap around the exterior of the store. That's wild. I think it was modern warfare three. That GameStop had a modern warfare tiered, cake what for the release yeah it was like black and in lime green and it had the logo on the top tier of the cake and the employees were passing cakes out to everybody you know like slices and shit as wild bro yeah it was dope and all of us were there with like our fucking mountain dew fucking gamer fuel you know like back then (laughs) get the double xp bro it's, yeah, it's nice to know that people are so, you know, hyped up about Call of Duty. Yeah. Because I know Vanguard and Cold War were received poorly. Which is kind of crazy to me because I had a good time with Vanguard online. Oh, excuse me. Vanguard, like, I don't know. I, I did enjoy it a lot, but it didn't have the same umph as previous Call of Duties. I guess, bro. Like, It, it didn't, like, the, the hype for it or, like, the way... I think I it's because of the, the aesthetic of the game. So I think they might need to like stagger away from World War II for like quite some time. Yeah. Like I thought they did a really good job because there was like all the modern warfares and then the black ops and all that shit. And then the advanced warfare and whatever. And then they went back to just Call of Duty World War Two, that game was fucking great. I loved that one. That one was pretty fun, and it was really fun online too. Oh yeah, 
but see, that's what I'm saying. You, it's like it's like having fucking pizza every day. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking tired of it, you know. <laughs> and how many fucking different different stories of the same battles are you gonna tell over and over again? Yeah, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, no talking about uh, Call of Duty for <sighs> two. Um, let's look at this objectively, because we could go all over the place with this talking about the game. But let's look at it objectively. All right. So, say what you're going to say real quick, because I, I cut you off, but it's only because I didn't tell you this beforehand, we should talk about this objectively. Because again, there was no plan for tonight's podcast. That's fine with me. No, I mean, I was going to talk about it objectively, because okay. I was going to bring up, because you're playing the campaign right now, and I've already finished it. Yeah. The campaign, in my personal opinion, was pretty fucking fun. I really enjoyed the campaign. Yeah. Because, like, the campaign, it didn't just throw you, like, you know, like, just battle after battle after battle. Yeah. No, there was, like, you know, different style of missions. Yeah. Like, so far, my favorite one is the AC-130. Yeah. Mission. Close second would be the mission. Now, if anybody's you know, hasn't played the, you know, campaign yet. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> it's not heavy spoilers, but spoilers. Spoiler alarm. AC-130 mission, <laughs> and then the mission where you're hopping between vehicles. Yes. That's a close second favorite. Yeah. Oh, I felt like a complete badass in both of those missions. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. My biggest complaint with them, though, is the shortness of it. Right. It was insanely short. I felt like I started it and then finished it, and I was like, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was about as, it was about as lengthy as uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, he might be lengthy somewhere else. So. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I agree with the campaign. Uh, even though I haven't beat it yet, mm-hmm. I started to get a sense that it was almost over at a certain point, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks!" Because I'm really enjoying this campaign. Yeah, there's like one sore spot that I told you about before with the. It was like the the aquatic stealth mission level. Oh, with uh, Price and Gaz? Yeah, that yeah. I just kind of felt was it was like kind of filler. Yeah, it did you know, feel like filler. You know, it was it was a uh, plot device to get you from point A to point B. You know, really nothing much else. Um, yeah, it wasn't fleshed out at all. Yeah, for me, I liked the convoy mission so far the most. Um, the AC-130 is really fun, but there's, like, no stakes in it. True. You know, unless you, like, purposefully let a rocket hit the plane. Well, that's the thing. Like, I played it on Veteran. Uh-huh. So, Veteran difficulty. Oh, my God. There's been plenty of times where it felt like bull- <clears throat> like the, AC- the AI was just being bullshit. Oh, okay. Where it was like, I literally just popped the corner, headshot dead. I was like, what the fuck? You know, it was a lot of shit like that. The AC-130? Not with the AC-130, but just overall. Oh, With the AC-130, with the rocket part, I didn't didn't know about the flares thing. It prompts you, bro. It didn't prompt me. (laughs) (laughs) So the first time it popped up, fucking, I was shot down. I was like, oh shit. Dead. Yeah. You died. Or no, what is a what does Resident Evil say? You're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or you died, whatever. Um 
from software the games the uh, souls games are you died uh-huh and then um resident evil's you're dead yeah either one works <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I see what you mean there there wasn't too much of a challenge with that one yeah it's still fun though <laughs> yeah it was fun i think for me so far i really like the convoy one where you you know are able to like carjack and get on top of a car while you're not driving it, but it's riding the momentum, and you can hop onto another vehicle and carjack that. And oh, I know that was whatever. So and once you get the grenade launcher from uh, Price, it's like game over. I know. <laughs> you know, there's also that fucking heavy machine gun in the back too, or light machine gun, whatever. Um, oh, I know. It was I overall just fun. Yeah, it was a really fun time. Um, I think so. I would say that's my favorite, and then my second favorite mission. So far, I haven't beat it yet, but my se- second favorite mission is uh, when you are the Mexican Special Forces guys. Oh, and you're running through the neighborhood? You're running through the neighborhood. You know, you hop the border. Um, they're like, bro, we don't have jurisdiction here. And he's like, fuck it. We're getting them anyways. You know, like. Why'd you say jurisdiction with the accent? We don't have any jurisdiction, man. <laughs> ASA. Oh, yeah. I know. That one was a pretty yeah. fun mission, too. Yeah. Like. To me, that one felt like the stakes were high. Mm-hmm. You know, you're chasing a terrorist from Mexico, from from Iran, right? Was that what it was? He's Iranian. Or no? Was it Kurdistan? No, it wasn't Kurdistan. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was and like... you know, he's working with the cartel, and the cartel smuggling him across the U.S. border. You know, whatever. And that mission, you're like, okay, you are like within a hundred yards of this guy the whole time and you're just that much like so close to getting him yeah i know you know and then the cartel keeps getting in the way and you run through the the neighborhoods in the u.s once you get across the border and stuff like the stakes just felt really high you know especially once you get into the house that he's in and it's a two-story house and all of a sudden like motherfuckers just pop out of nowhere and you're like, oh goddamn! You know, <laughs> um, that's probably my second favorite mission. And my third is the AC-130. Hmm. Uh, I like those levels. It's just if you're gonna let me in an AC-130, don't put civilians in the fucking level. <laughs> I mean, it's the whole you know, add risk to it. Type I, thing. I get it. I get it. I know, let but me it's get just like. Shit. Yeah, I'm like these civilians are just as bad, bro. They're working with the cartel. Does it matter? <laughs> you know, fuck them. But yeah, no. Uh, the AC-130 level is really fun, and I like you know how the AC-130 has three different ammunition uh, types. Mm-hmm. Um, and it lasted. <sighs> Excuse me. It lasted a lot longer than I think any other Call of Duty. Um, aerial support level has lasted oh yeah a lot longer like the, normally it's like a portion of the mission when yeah. you play the ac-130 and then like either the ac-130 will get shut down or you just get you know the perspective from the camera of the ac-130 and then all of a sudden you like shift into like someone on the ground yeah it's like they clear the way and then you switch to the ground and you're you play the rest of the level like that no but that one is actually you play almost the entire level and then, you know, as you're escaping, you, you play the, uh, the yeah, ground. You cover them. No, you, don't, it, you don't play the ground troops at all. 
Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, I forgot that Mexican cartel one was where you're playing soap and ghosts was a different one. You know, when they're... No, I do like... What is the... Oh! There is that other level right before that one where you're in like a ghost town. Yeah, the, the cartel use it as a base. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. the first time you're playing with the, uh, like... Yeah, you have Soap, Ghost, the Mexican Special Forces dude, um, and you're... Are you Gaz again? I no, think... you play as Soap in that one. Okay. But um, you, you have uh, Soap, Ghost... Um... Price. Is Price in that one? Price? No, no, he's no. not. Because he's with Gaz. Like, when you're looking at the timeline of the game... That's probably when he and Gaz are doing the water mission. Right around there. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the that's the one where you're working with the two Mexican special forces guys and then yeah. the, the vaqueros. Yeah. And then you like get you, chased through the mountains and shit. By the Mexican army that's paid off by yeah. the See, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, fuck it, bro. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it when um the Mexican special forces dude is like, no. Cause, cause he's like, oh, we got you know the, the convoy inbound or whatever, and he's like, fuck it, uh, open fu- like or what does he say like guns free, you know they're paid off, and oh, you're yeah. like, sweet, <laughs> you know you're like rubbing your hands together, you're like hell yeah, it's gonna be a firefight. Oh yeah, no, I think it's pretty fucking intense too. Yeah, especially like because of the the Mexican cartel dudes have like the uh, body armor. Oh, I know. So you have to try to go for the headshots to make it fast. Yeah, and I, I really do like the 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 animations they do when you shoot their like helmets off, because like they act like, like they, they got wrong. Yeah, you know, and they're like super vulnerable at that point. So it's pretty cool. Oh, I know. There's a lot about the game that I really like. Yeah, you know. Um. So overall, like so far, this is a really good experience for a Call of Duty campaign. I've never honestly had like a bad experience with the Call of Duty campaign. I just hate how short they've gotten because yeah. you used to buy the game for the campaign. Yeah. You know, like otherwise it would just be like Call of Duty. Like online. Yeah, that's that's what you would call it. You would just call it Call of Duty online and they would be patched like 4.5 or 4.6. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um multiplayer let's talk online multiplayer so what 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 did you give the campaign say out of fucking 10 i'd say a seven out of ten okay mostly because of the fact that there were some missions later on and you'll it's in the skyscraper you'll get to it it's that one's kind of annoying do i get to drive a lamborghini out of one skyscraper into another (laughs) no and say family Oh, that would have made it ten out of ten. <laughs> but yeah, no, you you'll see what I mean. What I mean when you get to that one, this Word. one I'm not gonna spoil it because of the fact that you haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah, but um, you know who 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 doesn't spoil shit? Bam! Oh my fucking! <laughs> <laughs> so you know, with that, I'd give it a seven out of ten, mainly because you know that mission kind of ruins it. Okay, the the skyscraper. Yeah, it's like okay. it's a final mission. Okay. Um, it kind of it's kind of spoil like not spoils it. It kind of ruins it a little bit. And on top of that, and the fact that it was so short, yeah, is what makes the score kind of low. Yeah. But overall, it was enjoyable. It was fun. It was. 
a pretty good story. Yeah. I'll say for me right now, it's carrying at like an 8.5, the campaign, because I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is that I can just feel it's short, mm-hmm. and I know it's time with... It, it is not long for this world. Because <laughs> it's it's you can just feel like it's a super short game. Yeah. Um, but for multiplayer, just speaking of the game itself... Yeah. Multiplayer, I fully enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, even though at first I found the way that you unlock guns was kind of retarded. No, no, no. Mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick to it. It was kind of retarded. <laughs> As yeah. I started playing it, though, it kind of made sense. Like, you know, you unlock certain guns by leveling up. You basically unlock the, the upper receiver. Uh-huh. For a specific gun, as you you know level it up, right? So you you can unlock guns, kind of how you want them to, instead of you know per level, right? Like if you don't want to touch any of like the the, the Russian guns, like the AKs or anything like that, mm-hmm. you don't have to unlock them, you know? Right? Yeah. If you want to just go with like the M4, or the you know that line of guns, you can just do that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you kind of have to unlock them all though. If because the camo system, how it works now, is the challenges for certain camos can only be unlocked when a certain when a specific gun gets to a certain level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, you still have to unlock all the guns, use all the guns to get the camos. It's just done slightly different. One thing I, as I was playing a lot now, like that I did notice, as you unlock. Attachments, because attachments also have to be unlocked by leveling up specific weapons. Mm-hmm. Once you al- unlock that attachment slot for whatever weapon you're using, mm-hmm. whatever other attachments for that slot have been unlocked are immediately available. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, if you unlock something, but you, you aren't to that level yet, it is now all open. Yeah, because you know how back then it used to be you get, you unlock a gun and you have to level it up all the way to unlock all the attachments, basically? Right, it was very linear. Yeah. This one, you just have to level up the gun to unlock the attachment slots and that's it. Yeah. As long as you have the attachments you want already unlocked, you can use it right as that attachment slot gets unlocked. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I guess for me, I still... I'm not a hundred percent on board with the way you unlock the weapons because yeah, because it's different. Right. Mm -hmm. And we are like fucking 15, 16 call of duties in and all of a sudden they want to fucking change this on everyone. It's like, what, (laughs) what do you mean? They're, they're just trying to freshen it up for everybody. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I get it. Something Um, new. But I've, Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what do you think about gameplay? Uh, like gunplay. Uh, gunplay. I think everything feels really good. Yeah. Um, if anything, it kind of feels like it's more solid than I think it has ever been. Mm-hmm. Because everything feels like it's got weight to it, and everything feels like it's got, um, like r- just the realism. I guess is like toned up to ten. Like yeah, like. Like when you sprint, 
you might not feel like it's a sprint in a video game, but when you think about what the person is carrying uh-huh. and you factor in like their their body armor and gear and all that and shit. Like you're carrying like four grenades, like two smoke grenades, fucking two frag semtex, whatever. You've got all these extra magazines of ammo on you. You've got this fucking gun. You've got the other fucking gun. You know, it it feels like you're running around with that shit. Yeah, it you doesn't know. feel like other Call of Duties where you're just like zooming around. Yeah. Weightless. Right. Yeah. No. Um, I, I do like that, and it also makes it feel like everyone's kind of on an even playing field. Yeah, it's really slowed down the gameplay a lot. And, and in a way, not completely. Right. You know, it, you know, not to like old school ways either. Yeah. But it has slowed down compared to the previous games. Yeah, they still keep like the slide or the dive in. Oh, I love the fact that they brought back the dolphin dive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, like that's cool and shit. Um, I like, you know, what I've noticed, dude, and I don't know if it's just my setup, but I've noticed that like hip firing is is more effective in this game than in other games because I feel like if you were to hip fire in other games, it was like, whew, you're just. Like, it was, it was like, like a cone of like, yeah, like good luck. Yeah. But with this one, it's like you got a fair chance. Like if you and someone else like turn a corner mm-hmm. and you face each other and you, you know, you, you fucking just hip fire, you have a better, I feel like you have a better chance of, you know, eliminating that enemy in this one than in any other Call of Duty. Yeah. It's a Be- little tighter. Yeah. Because, you know, your reticle isn't nearly as broad, I think, when you hip fire. Because, like, you know, like, when you run around, your reticle's, like, just the normal size, right? Yeah. And then when you hip fire, it, like, fucking expands to, like, 10. Oh, yeah. But with this one, it doesn't balloon up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and I... Like, it's still not viable for, like, super long distances. No, not at all. But if you see somebody, like, you know, maybe a good, like, 10 feet in front of you as you're turning mm-hmm. the corner, hip firing, there's, you know, you still manage to get them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had a problem, like, at all, obviously, getting into a game. Dude, if anything, cool. the <laughs> the time in between rounds is too uh, short. From one game to another in the lobby, bro, yeah, I'm like, I just ended a match. I can't even like get to the gunsmith option before the next one fucking starts. But what I will say is, you know how you would be like in the gunsmith and like a new game would start and it would show you just a loading screen. I've noticed you can stay in the gunsmith a few seconds longer. Yeah. I noticed that too. You know, whatever. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Because sometimes like in other games, I would be in the gunsmith and I would like press X on like, trying to equip something right but then the game like switches off it switches out and you're like fuck did that did i make it in time did it it register with this one it doesn't do that so i'm like oh thank you i know thank you i mean honestly that's a good problem to have Uh, of you know the in between being way too short yeah because that means you can get in a game like that that means a lot of people are playing it you know yeah and of course you know like we'll have to see as the weeks go by to see like how good this fan base is this for, for this one mm-hmm. i feel like this one's gonna stick around for a while though oh yeah it definitely is yeah um 
once people, I think, get around all the learning curves and the you know nooks and crannies of the the UI, the user interface, and stuff, because like you and I, we still have a problem with we can't find our stats anywhere. Dude, I know. I don't. I don't like that. I mean, I'm not a person who's like, oh yeah, let me go check my stats. I'm doing amazing. I have like a 2.0 KD or something. Yeah. You know, I have this many hours played. No, but I do like checking it every so often just to see how I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like. Because in that stat sheet, yes, it does give you your KDR. It does let you know like what like your uh, stats are in uh, certain game types, you know, like domination or whatever. Yeah. You know, hard point. Um, but it also does tell you like how you're performing with a certain weapon. Yeah. You know, like what your favorite weapon to use is and how you're doing with that weapon and stuff. And like, I just, I would like to know those things because what if i want to what if i think i'm doing good with one weapon and like oh this one's my favorite this one's my go-to but i'm actually not doing that great i need to maybe switch it up because my accuracy might be off or my my kills with it aren't as high as i thought it was you know what i mean yeah because i mean i've definitely had that in previous games where i felt like i was doing really good with one gun and turns out i was actually doing better with a gun that i haven't used in a while right like for example, um, God, what, what was it? I, I thought I was doing really good. I think it was in 2019, Modern Warfare. Uh-huh. I, I thought I was doing really good with the M4. But turns out that, that gun that you first get, uh-huh. um, you know, be, like, you know, as you progress, yeah. the one that's usually <laughs> the weakest, but is usually the most accurate. Yeah, it's like your, your um, beginner overall best weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, like, I know, granted, yeah, I played a lot with it in the beginning because, you know, I had to unlock stuff. Yeah. But turns out, that was, like, my most accurate weapon. Oh, shit. Like, and the most kills with it. By a long shot. <laughs> like, I had been playing with the M4 for, like, uh-huh. months, pretty much at that point. Yeah. And I, the, the the other one, I always the Kilo is what they called it, I think it was. Yes. The Kilo, turns out, I had, like, twice as many kills. <laughs> and that was like at a 60% accuracy with it. Dang. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, so I don't know... I don't know if there's a purpose or a reason why they have not included this yet. I kind of feel like they're pulling the whole Battlefield thing, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Where it's just like, we're just not going to give this to you so you don't have to worry about it as much and you can just have more fun. Which, uh, I get it. And even though, like, we're not, like, sweats, still nice to know, like, how we're doing in the game. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it could be a self-performance you thing. Just, yeah, where you you're just like, do better. How, how, like, how am I doing with this weapon? I would like to know, like, what what is my win-to-loss ratio like? Yeah. You know, because it's also a way to keep, I think, the game in check. Because, bro, like, there were so many times in other Call of Duties where I just kept going into lobbies in the middle of a losing match. Or lose, 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 Mm -hmm. lose, no matter how well I did. But anyways, uh, we're running out of time here, so we'll be right back. So, yeah. Modern Warfare uh, 2 Online, we've talked a little bit about it. I want to talk about the map 
selection that they've included so far in the game. Because I, I say so far because, you know, there's DLC and whatnot, but I also feel like they do drip feed in new maps every now and then. I feel like they're going to do it like how they did with um, One Honor for 2019, where there's not going to be DLC, but just updates with the maps. Right. Which, honestly, I'm perfectly fine with it. That's actually great. Yeah. It's like, because it's it makes sense, you know, they're like, we have the battle passes, you know, people are paying for that. Why would we add, you know, DLC and make people pay even more? People right. are not going to be happy with that. Well, because money. <laughs> True, but at the same time, they got to pe- keep people buying. So if they add too much to it and make you pay for too much, especially with a $70 price tag. On the game itself, yeah. 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 But um, speaking of the maps, my biggest complaint about the maps, although they are cool maps... They look good. They play pretty well. Yeah. My biggest problem with maps, though, is that it's too easy for people to continue camping. Yeah, I have noticed that, and I have run into that a lot, especially in, I think it's like the Raceway map. I don't know exactly what it's called. I think it was called Raceway. Yeah, it's the one on the race car track. Yeah. Yeah, that one has, like, so many spots for people to camp. Oh, the worst one for me would be the uh, the one on the bridge. You know, with all the cars in. The oh, the center. border crossing. Yeah, I've never experienced camping on that one. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like even on domination. Um, if anything, the one I experienced it more on would be like um, headquarters or which headquarters kind of understandable, but I'll bring up a point in a minute after I figure out what the fuck the other one was. Hard point. There we go. Oh, yeah. But hard point is if they didn't show you where the next hard point is going to be, there wouldn't be campers. See, like my issue isn't with the fact that they camp on those specific game modes because, you know, it's kind of unavoidable. You kind of have to camp. But I've seen fucking teams lose because they camp. And it sounds weird. But I mean, I've, I've seen like they're really fucking good teams. They, mm-hmm. they, they, like there's well, there was a time where my entire team had less than fucking fifteen kills, and the other team, not a single person was under twenty, and they still fucking lost. Hmm. Because they camped. Right, not going for the objective. Well, that's the thing. They were they, they only like one or two of them would try to go for an objective, while the other ones, quote unquote camped and try to keep people from getting to it right but the thing is that's not how you fucking play it yeah well and that's the bottom line with with that is like i mean is that level detail or is that player well i mean when you see it happen you know more often than not because i've had like i said i've seen teams not just once or twice i've happened i've seen it happen several times Uh because i mean like i said i put in a lot of hours already yeah my fucking you know (laughs) neat Asshole Get a here. fucking girlfriend. Touch some grass. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I put in a lot of hours into it, and I've noticed that the border crossing one it happens often there, and then the um, Las Almas uh, Plaza, whatever you call it, the shopping center. I don't think I've done that one. So the shopping center one, um, there's like a center area. Where there's like some f- food stalls, 
and there's like a small little like tunnel that you can walk under. There's a food truck in the in one side of the map, blocked off by a, a wall. I feel so stupid right now. I mean, we haven't probably played multiplayer in a minute. Have you? I mean, yeah, because I I hopped on the campaign. Yeah. Oh gosh. Maybe I have. I'm sure I have. Yeah, it's one of the more windier maps. Maybe. There's like a lot of like outlets like everywhere. But well, in that well, people center... gotta plug shit in, bro. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> yeah, you even said I know. I heard that. <laughs> this microphone picks up everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, in that center section though, uh-huh. where there's food stalls, people camp there all the fucking time. Gotcha. I mean, and I've seen, like I said, there, especially there, I've seen fucking teams lose because they, oh, they all fucking camped. Yeah. It's like, huh. you know, especially like in Domination. Because that one, it's really good for when you're doing um, Hardpoint or uh, Headquarters for camping. Uh-huh. But when you're doing Domination, you fucking cannot camp there. In yeah. That map. Because there's too many fucking, like I said, too many outlet, outlets. Yeah. Outlets. Outlets, yeah. <laughs> Too many outlets for you for you know team to go around, you know behind you and type shit. Right. But you know, like I said, I've seen too many fucking people or teams lose right. because of that. Yeah, I actually I get excited when I do the border crossing level because I actually I really enjoy that one. I mean, other than the camping, yeah, no. When I when I run into teams that don't camp and they actually play the objectives, it's yeah. super fucking fun. Well, and see, that's the thing, man. Like, I haven't come across like I don't know. And again, like you say, teams. Like, is it just? Are you coming across people who have like the same clan tags? Are you coming across like actual people who play online with each other, or is it just like? Well, I, the reason I say teams is because I, I've seen a lot of, I've seen like whole teams, like you know, like. You know, the other team. Yeah. Where everybody's using shields and, you know, pistol or shield and knife. Yeah. Which that was, as much as it pissed me off, that was a coolest shit match. <laughs> yeah. Because none of the other team ever used anything else other than a fucking knife and a shield or the shield and a pistol. Gotcha. And it made for some really interesting gameplay. Did they all just, like, fucking march together like a fucking phalanx? Oh, uh, like, usually you'd see, like, two or three of them doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So you're that's, like, oh shit, man, yeah. because you can't just shoot them. And yeah, and it's like to, if you try to flank them, the the because there'll be two in front and one behind, like shooting with a pistol. Yeah, and I was like, god damn, that's some really fucking good teamwork right there. Yeah, it's like you either fucking time a flashbang just right and then throw a semtex in between all of them, or but they're all wearing that. Uh, I mean, not wearing running the um, oh, the battle harden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the flashbang goes away super quick on them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I said, it was really interesting. So you had to whip out like an RPG or something. What? Well, what? What else could you use as a side? You could use um, tear gas. Yeah, but it um. Because tear gas makes them choke up, even if they're not blinded or whatever. You once when you're tear gassed, you can't really move. do anything. You can't move as fast. Yeah. yeah. It was still hard to do because of the fact that you know they they would move in units. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, as much as it pissed me off, that was some great teamwork. Like to watch. props, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like the only way to take him out was with a thermite grenade or the um, rocket a uh, rocket launcher. Yeah. And even then, the map we played them on. Excuse me. It was that one. It looked kind of like a hotel. There's the the kitchen. There's the uh, that yeah. center area that's kind of like you know open. Yep. Yeah, it was in that map. So okay. there's a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> so like by the time you fucking, you know how freaking slow rocket launchers are, aim up and try yeah. to shoot, you're dead. Yeah. Because it's around the corner. Yep. God damn. But like I said, I run into a lot of teams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I've run into a lot of go- uh, people with golden guns already. Oh shit. I uh, I came across a couple golden guns in the campaign. <laughs> in a cartel stash. There you go. Yeah. Um, that's crazy, dude. Because, well, actually, I don't know. So, does this one? Do you know how it matchmaking is? Like, do you know how it? I think it's still skill based matchmaking. Okay. Which is pretty fair, would you say? Fuck no. Okay. So it's not. So the thing is, when you how skill based matchmaking kind of like a rough way of explaining it. Maybe I know what my stats are going into some skill based matchmaking shit. Just saying, (laughs) fuck. It kind of is, but so when you reach certain brackets of like you know, it's like a skill like like point system in a way. You know, like you know, like nunchuck skills. It's like your accuracy with guns, the amount of kills you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, your your score at the end of the game. Yeah, I bet you I could throw this football over that mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you could, you beefy bitch. Do you know what I'm fucking quoting? No. Napoleon oh, Dynamite. Yeah. It hit God me. damn it. It hit me like right when you said that. That's why I said, like, nunchuck skills. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got skills. You know, nunchuck skills, dancing skills. If you would have said it with the voice... <laughs> I would have immediately got it. I love how you have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> it's the base. <laughs> so I'm passionately talking about yeah. gaming. <laughs> like the chunky bastard I am. <laughs> but uh, now how skill-based matchmaking kind of works. You know, it puts all that into account. Yeah. And it matches you up with other players that are within that range right but the problem is is like they don't reset or what is it if- the problem is that that range is pretty fucking wide sometimes especially with the fact that the higher your skill is right there's less people in that skill range so they have to put together basically all the sweats yeah or like but but what these sweats do is make new accounts right well i mean it's pretty fresh right now yeah so nobody's making new accounts just yet yeah no one's asking for uh some sweets from chonchito yeah yeah chonchito's not here yet (laughs) (laughs) um okay so what ends up happening is you end up you know getting these matches with all these sweats so you have either two options either just fucking do shit all the time and hope you get brought down to a, a fucking ranking below that. Oh, okay. When you said do shit all the time, I was like, like, like what, dude? Like, what do you do? Oh, no, I mean, like, literally. like literally do poorly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like do shit, man. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll do shit. Yeah. 
hopefully you get, you know, matched with players that are just as bad. Uh-huh. Or you try to play as best as you can, and then you end up getting put in the fucking other bracket with people that are even worse. Right. Yeah. You know what I find myself asking a lot with, with Call of Duty is, why, why can't we ever have just, like, a salad? <laughs> I fucking got you, dude. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this is just like, what? What am I doing with my time right now? Why do I listen to this fucking bullshit? I'm just enjoying two dudes talking about random shit. Yeah. Save me a piece of that corn for later. I've had diarrhea since Easter's. Yeah. I've had diarrhea since Easter's. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, My favorite animal is poopies. Why? <laughs> 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 I thought we were done. <laughs> this is stupid, dude. It's poopies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Fucking side tangent real quick. Um, so we're making like the wedding, you know, uh, reception playlist last night. Uh-huh. And there's that song from Share Believe. Right? Do you believe in life? Oh, love? Yeah. So, have you ever seen the movie Land of the Lost? Is that the one with uh... Will Ferrell and Danny McBride? Oh, Sally Sataka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they find that like giant gem thing sticking out of the ground mm-hmm. and it like sends vibrations through them. So, Danny McBride puts his hands up and he's like, oh shit. And then he goes, Do you believe in life? You know, like you start singing it. And he's like, bro, you got to feel this. This is amazing. (laughs) And then Will Ferrell's like, whatever. And then like he puts his hands on there and he goes. (laughs) Feel something inside me saying. I really don't think you're strong. You know, he starts singing. (laughs) And then he's like, wow, this is fuck. You really feel it in your arms and your forearms. And then Dynamic Bride looks at like the the chick with them, and he goes, "You should sit on this." <laughs> Dude, I gotta rewatch that movie. That was a great fucking movie. He's so stupid. Fucking Chaka, what is his name? It's Lisa Taka. Yeah, what is, uh, t- no, T'Chaka. What is T'Chaka? T- no, T'Chaka is fucking T'Challa. No, T'Challa is fucking um. Fucking Black Panther. Yeah, what Black what Panther. kind of forever? Yeah, there you yeah. go. No. T'Chaka. What is T'Chaka? I don't know if it was T'Chaka or Chaka. But remember how, like, all the women in his fucking tribe were, like, regular looking female women? They're all hot. And all the men were monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Fucking. That's like 2008 movie shit. <sighs> I can't make movies like that anymore. No. Great movie. I'm a dude playing another dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> oh, God. We got to watch these movies. Never again, go man. full retard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyways, Call of Duty. Uh, fucking talking about going full retard. There are some of the worst, like, 
I haven't heard a whole lot of shit talk yet. You have to have your mic on. Because right, I've noticed that when I play without the, the headset, I don't yeah. hear anybody. That you... I, That is quite opposite for me. Really? Yeah. So the first match I ever played, my controller started talking to me and I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, hello? And then it started talking to me and I was like, oh, this has a mic in it. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So I muted myself right away. <laughs> and I, I like I hear fucking everything unless I mute all in the what is it the the fuck you you press the fucking middle yeah button yeah. I don't know what you call the touchpad button thing mm-hmm. um you press that and then you can mute everybody from there but um yeah like I've had full-on conversations through the the mic and the controller. Oh. It sounds like shit. <laughs> you know, it's all like fucking. <laughs> but maybe it's because because I have a wireless headset, so I have the little USB thing plugged in. Oh, and maybe. I, and I switch everything to just TV audio. Maybe. Like audio coming out of TV. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't hear anybody. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I've. Because it took me a minute, bro, on the PS4 to, like, configure all that shit. Like, how do I get things just coming out of my headset when my headset's plugged in? Because ah. I'm kind of stupid. But um, with the PS5, I haven't touched any of that shit yet. Mm-hmm. And so I went in, like, my first multiplayer match. And um, all of a sudden I just heard, motherfucking bitch, like, come out of my controller. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you back to the store tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck do you think you're talking to? It'd be great if our controllers could talk to us like that. Right? <laughs> you're playing like shit, bitch. I'm embarrassed for you. Oh, you can have those fucking, like, remember I was telling you about uh, ghosts? How they had the um, the Snoop Dogg the shit voice talk. packs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. That'd oh, be shit, you died again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say on the multiplayer aspect? I mean, overall, the game itself, fucking great. I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm loving the gun, uh, gunplay. Yeah. Guns actually feel like there's, you know, some weight to them. Right. And I don't mean like, you know, like, like actual poundage, but like, you know, every shot. You feel every shot. Things feel a bit more beefy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the way the characters move. My only... It's a little pet peeve of mine. And it's just... It's some stupid. But I hate when you're switching guns. And it actually affects gameplay ever so slightly when you're going down to, like, the minute shit. Okay. You know how when you swap weapons, the character, like, brings out the next weapon and then just, like, forces it into his shoulder? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I despise that. It's like the body is, like, equipping it into itself almost. Yeah, he's like, switch it on, like, boom. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, like, if you're actually, you know, paying attention and going, like, minute, like, minute, second by second, mm-hmm. it actually affects gameplay when it does that. Yeah. Because if you're, like, let's say you're going from pistol back to that, uh, to an assault rifle or whatever. Yeah, and the, it it's does like that settling time. Yeah, yeah, that little settling time, you 
I've at least from what I've noticed, I can't fire in that split second. It's doing that right that you might need to when and I've had moments where because that one shot I couldn't get off. Yeah, because of that, I lost the gunfight just right. from one that one bullet. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that gun rectile dysfunction. God. <laughs> It's we'll never too late, in. fellas. Get help when you need it. Oh my God. <laughs> Is your gun not getting the shot off when you need it to? Oh my God. Are you having problems pulling the trigger at just the right moment? Oh my God. Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Is your lady disappointed with your one in the chamber? <sighs> <laughs> We have no. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna keep going. It's stupid. But yeah, overall, two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a. Uh, and the game was great too. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid entry into a uh, like modern day Call of Duty. I think oh, it's yeah. a pretty solid showing for um, the first. I would say like the first true entry to the next gen uh, series of Call of Duty. Like Vanguard, yeah, it came out for next gen, but it was very much so in the earlier stages, I would say, of next gen for Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, because it was still more focused on like being able to be backwards compatible and bounce back and forth. Mm -hmm. This one does have like a PS4 version as well, but it does seem that it was designed more to be on next gen. Yeah. Especially bro. Like I would say one thing I forgot to say was about um, the campaign is it is beautiful. Visually. Yeah. It looks amazing. There were some scenes, man, where, um, yeah. Like even in the fucking cutscenes, where I was like, damn, is this a movie? Dude, I know, you know, but then there was a scene where I think it was the very first mission. You were like walking down a Canyon I was like, holy shit. This looks fucking unreal. Dude, I mean... It was like an uncanny valley to me. Like, where your mind cannot, like, decipher if it's, like, real or not. Yeah. You know? And I was like, this is... This is amazing. I even walked up to the rocks and zoomed in on them. And I was like, look at the fucking details! Look at the grains and the grit and this fucking rock! Dude, and I mean, I love the fact, like, during the cutscenes, like, it's damn near real looking, like, the characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dude, holy shit. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. Yep. It is very good looking. And it looks like, 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 the old, like, 2018 fucking, you know, demo of, you know, what, oh, look at what this console is. It's oh, yeah, of. yeah. It looks like that. Yeah. It was super fucking high quality. Uh-huh. It was very good. Um, so, yeah, I would say my overall incomplete score, because I haven't beat the campaign yet, mm-hmm. I, but I would say that it's overall sitting around like 8.7. 8, 8.5 to 8.7. Well, you know what? I'll say 8.5. No, 8.6. What would make it an 8.7 <laughs> or an 8.75 would be 
Give me my fucking stats. Give me the yeah. shit that I want to see. Yeah, I'm not a sweat, but I also don't want to be fucking playing the game, think I'm doing well, and I got a fucking .0, like, 2 KDR. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. <sighs> yeah, overall, yeah, I'd give the game an 8.5, overall. Because, yeah, the campaign was lacking because of the fact that it left me wanting more. Yeah. And then that final mission was kind of disappointing in a way. Right. But overall, though, the game was is really fucking fun. Yeah. It's not exactly a breath of fresh air for Call of Duty, but it feels like they brought them, brought out the best qualities of 2019 and then also Cold War. Yeah, I didn't play enough of that. Of Cold War? Yeah, I only did like online. I did like a few missions. Well, I'm talking about just like gameplay-wise. Okay. Because Cold like, War to me felt very much like Black Ops 2, which I liked. It was a little like stiff, but I still liked it. But that's what I mean. Is like yeah. that it's it, they brought the good stiffness from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If you have gun tile dysfunction, garectile dysfunction. Oh my gosh! Can you not pop one off just when the time's right? <laughs> Do you find yourself reloading? Too often. Oh my god. <laughs> <Just> shut up. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's that's what we think about Kyle Booty. Yeah. And if you need help with your sleight of hand. Oh <laughs> Dude, you can make so many puns with Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, that's great. So yeah. Um this has pretty much been the show. You can uh, find me. Man, what a disappointing way to do a end of the show. Just talk about Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty is fun. We like it. It's Call of Duty. It's better than what it has been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I was going to say, we can talk about uh, God of War Ragnarok. It hasn't come out yet, but <sighs> I'm excited for it. Although you haven't even played uh, God of War. Uh, the previous one, yeah. The one that's just called God of War? Yeah. God, I hate when games or movies do that shit. Yeah. Then you gotta start saying the year it came out in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I haven't played that one yet. Yeah. We can, uh... Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Come on. It comes out Tuesday. There's no way I am beating God of War. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, you have tomorrow... But no, that's a lengthy game. It's yeah. a lengthy game. Yeah, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh, yeah. So anyways, this has been the podcast. Um may or may not be the last one before my wedding. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see how the next weekend pans out. But you can find me on Instagram at BuffNerd on Twitter at no. Why do I always fuck this up? These are my things. <laughs> Shows how much time I spent on. Alright. So you can find me on Twitter at NerdyNick91. You can find me on Wait, what did I say? Did I say Twitter? What the fuck? <laughs> you, you've done this so many times. So many times, bro. I think I'm just like mentally drained. Okay. 
You can find me on Twitter at BuffNerd. You can find me on Instagram at NerdyNick underscore 91. And on YouTube under the same name. <laughs> you can find Josh deep in the sauce week in, week out over on iFunny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has been Nerdy Nick. This has been Josh. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.